Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All this talk about Matt Damon being small for a movie. Has any heard of Ant-Man? He can go small and big. down here <laughs> that's me saying the opening as if i was little that's good <laughs> thanks i reckon you'd be big about as big as our microphone wouldn't he yeah 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 interesting anyway this is i only like you it is a film review podcast about two people who only like each other that's me lonnie my girlfriend hello me Sinead. hi that's her yeah she likes me I like her and movies and tv this week, yes, we've seen, <laughs> this week we've seen Downsizing, which we thought we were going to love. Yes. And we didn't. No. <laughs> which is always worse, as I've said before. It's always worse building a film up and then being disappointed than thinking it's going to be shit, and it is shit. It let me down. Or it being let surprised. Down. Let you down. Yeah. Sizing. Ah. Good. Let you right down. So what, like, what, what's going on with what it? What was know? it? What? Here's the thing. Everyone's slamming it on Twitter, right? And they're all like, why would you go and see this film? I think it sounds like an awesome concept. It's a great concept for a society and a film. (laughs) People are choosing to become smaller to affect their, you know, carbon footprint and the effect on the planet. And there's this new thing. You can live and your money's better and it's all great. Cool concept. I think it's it's a great concept. And it was pretty interesting for the first half of the movie. And then that's not what the film was about, though. The film was somehow about the end of the world and the fact that some other little people needed to go live in a vault. And there was also this weird, like, um, undercurrent of society that full of, like... They were like a slum society who were making the rich people successful and, like, powering their lives. But that wasn't explored at all because it was, I don't even know. Well, it, was, it, was, know. it seemed weird to, obviously it's mirroring the society, real society, real American and Western civilization. but, like, why do you have to go small to be doing that? Yeah. Why couldn't he figure that out as a big person? Well, what was the particular reason that that was happening in this society as well? I guess it was like, oh, this is the American dream. You can go, you can go to this new place, you'll have yeah. some money and... It'll be great. Everyone's having a wonderful time, but it's still being yeah. essentially is there because of indentured slavery. But mm, what? So two things. One, you know when you go to when you see a trailer for a film and you think it's going to go a certain way, but then you see the actual film and you forget what your original expectation was. Yeah. You reminded me of that when we left, and you're like, you said you thought something was going to happen. Like, there'd be a reason why they were small. I thought it was going to be like it's making them turn evil or something like that. Yes, you know? and me too. And I completely forgot about it because I was like, well, what is this shit we just saw? 
how cool would it have been? And this is the movie that I thought I was getting is that all these people make this change and it's too good to be true and you get all this money mm -hmm. and it's brilliant and, then and it turns out it's it actually is. not that great or everyone's dying or you can't ever go back and you needed to do that, like, I don't know, there's a virus or something that affects the little people and yeah, I, I don't know. They just, keep shrinking or... Yeah, or, I thought that was an option, that they keep getting smaller and smaller, there'd be an issue with the serum or whatever they used and you had the idea maybe like... They had to fight against the big people or something. Maybe there was well, like a problem they had to solve. The film hinted at that. The dude in the bar <laughs> just saying, you people should have the same rights. Oh, yeah. And then it went away. It didn't, never came up never again. Never came up again. But that was an interesting thing. Explore that. Well, I thought what could be interesting as well is that the small people were so reliant on the big people. Basically, yeah. if they wanted to go anywhere, they, they had needed to be carried someone to or... carry them. Yeah. There's... If the big people had turned on them, there's no way they could have fought them off. Not that I wanted to make a Hummer War film or anything like that, but it yeah. could have been interesting. And also, like, do they have the same rights? Would because they're not using the same amount? Are they paying the same amount of tax? Like, well, all those sort of things were interesting, yeah. but yeah. the way it was presented by just the creepy dude to par was weird. The second thing is that the main interest of the film is how would this work in reality? How would you make someone small? How would you do everything? And this film just skips over it. They just say, oh, one year later, he's there and don't worry his, about it. His adjustment period is like yeah. a minute on screen and then he jumps forward a to a year. A hot shower, that's his adjustment period. The, the cool little scene in the trailer is actually not in the film, the one where the vodka's on its side and they have this whole bottle of vodka and they're like, oh, my God, we're going to get mm. so trashed off this one bottle of vodka or whatever which is stupid, but, you know, I'm here for it. I wanted to see more of that. I wanted to see more of his adjustment and how they actually made things work and what did it mean. Like, they had one thing where it was like, um, I'll stay off the dairy for a bit because the bacteria was different. I wanted more of that. Mm. So they shaved all their hair because the hair couldn't come with them. He had no eyelashes, which I'm super interested to see how they did that if they just plucked them all because, mm. ouch. And then... But they didn't shave all the hair because when they were whipping off all the things, they still had pubic hair. So I have no idea how that worked. And I just wanted the actual interesting bit was seeing how his life would change being small. And we didn't get that. We got he's in a boring job for some reason. Yeah. And then he has a party with Christoph Waltz and it's like he does drugs and he's great and his life gets better after that. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of. As you've said many times, don't put Christoph Waltz in your film if he's not going to be a villain. I literally thought that was the point of him, that he was going to turn out to be the big bad or something. Or you can't ha you can't cast Christoph Waltz as a straight character. I mean straight straight in the sense of it's... Straight man. Yeah. I will always expect him to be a shapeshifter and I feel like you have to know that expectation when you're casting someone. Maybe I, I, other people don't have it. I don't know. The scene when he has sex with the woman in the boat, we'll get to it in a second, and they come back and Christoph Waltz is doing that creepy smile at him that just <laughs> sent chills up my spine. It's not funny. He's going to murder you. Have you seen any of these films? Like, he's, he's terrifying. He's terrifying. Also... There's the scene where Matt Damon goes to have a party at his place, right? And he brings the rose. And then he meets the girl and he takes a drug. 
And then we get a 10-minute psychedelic sequence about how great drugs are and how great he is on it and there's actually no negative outcome for him being on drugs and drugs are great. Drugs are drugs for everybody. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't get that bit at all. That leads into him meeting um, Lachlan, but... Yeah. Mm, what? Okay, so this is the biggest issue with the film and to be completely honest, why I don't think this film even deserves a star rating at Ooh, all. okay. The treatment of Asian characters in this film is just, it's mind-blowing how racist it is. And the worst part about it is that I don't think they realise they're being racist. And I've said this to Lonnie like three times since we've seen the movie, so sorry you have to hear this again. But I think a film like this is more damaging to how race is treated in a social context than something outwardly racist like the fact that Romper Stomper is getting a new TV series. Well, Romper Stomper is trying to deal with the racism. It's not like yes. promoting it. it but, sorry, yeah. yeah. This kind of, maybe it was the environment we were in, but every time she spoke in such a broad, stereotypical Asian accent, all of the young guys around us laughed. And they were not laughing at the joke. They were laughing because she was Asian. And the film does this at so many points that I just don't understand how this got greenlit. How did no one in the process see this and say, this is maybe a little bit Mm. on the nose. You made a great um, point it's almost Breakfast at Tiffany's level mm. racist, that level. Well, at least they haven't made someone Asian when they're not Asian. But yeah. it must be awkward for her performing it. Yeah. I guess the only thing I can think of is that I thought she was in a powerful situation in most of the scenes. I guess she was, but it's that inadvertent stuff, isn't it? It's just horrible. It's just... Uh... It felt so awkward being in there in the cinema. And, like... We don't really have any like personal stake in that sort of thing either. No. And so I just can't. I just. What would it be like if you were Asian or anything else like that, or in a relationship as an Asian person or something like that? Like. And you saw that on screen. Everyone laughing at you because you speak funny. Because you you omit certain words when you say a sentence or. And there's the white dude coming in and awkward power imbalance within their relationship. I thought. Yeah. Do you feel like you took advantage of a bit on, yes, on the trip? Yes, absolutely I do. Come and, mm. Well, see, the issue is that the film introduced her as a broad, stereotypical, semi-comedic character. Yeah. And then you want me to treat her like a genuine love interest. Out of nowhere. From nowhere. Not to mention she's disabled as well. Yes. So Exactly. Added this is all of... really strange. I felt so uncomfortable. Like, on the one hand, it's great there's a disabled Asian character who was quite powerful in in the film. On the other hand, you feel like a bit like oh, because we can have her here and she is nominally the winner in all the scenes that it doesn't matter if she's racist, like Yeah, I think we're so doing a, a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. And I just felt like just the whole, felt weird about it. It the whole point of her was that she was supposed to show him that there are like 
other people that he needs to look after, not just himself. But he wasn't selfish in the first place. She had no purpose in his character, and she certainly didn't need to be portrayed like that. He was doing a good job at his other job. Like, it was a bit of a dead-end job, but he was helping people. Exactly, exactly. And just the final point on her, like, why why did she need to say things like that? Why did she need to say... I don't know, it was racist because, like, she's come to America later in her life and she can't speak very English very well. Yeah. Not necessarily. Like, no. Lots of immigrants can speak well. And I think it's so... What, a, what an effing privileged position for people to be laughing at this who probably only speak English as their only language. Hmm. And thinking that they're better than someone because they say in a voice that's a bit different to yours, you know. Different words, yeah. Different words. The, the sentence that she said about what kind of F you give in that high yeah. pitch, like that's just horrible. It was a horrible, horrible it, thing. It'd be horrible if it was 1940, but it's horrible in 2018. I think that's what's, what's mm. annoyed me so much about this is that we saw this in 2018 is this really the kind of stuff that we think is okay to be showing? Like, mm. we knew it was bad when Breakfast at Tiffany's did it, and now we're here. We know this isn't okay, so how on earth did this get through? I just have, have no... I... yeah. Nothing else to say on that. It was disgusting. <laughs> and it's not like it ruined a great film. It just made an average film even worse. It so did. That's, that's it did. disappointing, but... Yeah. And such a cool concept, which... Yeah. I'd like to see done better, to be honest. Well, but. I think the biggest thing is that his small life was no different to his big life. He got the same job and the same thing. And maybe that was the point, that the parallels, he thought this was going to be great and it wasn't. That wasn't clear. It wasn't clear at all. Well, if that was the point, why the last half of the movie about other stuff? Exactly. It was yeah. about something. Like, it's a totally different thing that was never set up as the problem. Why didn't he, like, I don't know. Why wasn't there an issue when he had to confront the guy, the scientist, the doctor who created it, and was like, you're killing people, you're making, you haven't solved everything. I don't know, why isn't there some personal sort of thing in here? As it was, it's like, oh, yeah, the world's dying. Because we're small, we're going to live in a vault. But that's not the film that I thought I was seeing. I thought I was seeing a film about this cool sort of, utopian concept about the future where we're all going to become small because we have the technology mm. and something, you know, a rise going to happen. That's what I kind of thought we were in for. Um, and we weren't. And I just, like, I got spoiled before I saw it that Kristen Wiig, who is his wife, doesn't end up going with him, doesn't end up going through the process. So when that happened, I wasn't surprised. But what I was surprised about is that it just happened and then he's seemingly fine, yeah. and it never gets addressed in the rest of the film. The film wasn't interested in her character at all. Not and at I get all. it's Matt Damon's character's movie, but it was cool that she didn't go. That could have been something that played out over really the rest of the movie. Well, as I said to you, they sold their house. They sold everything they mm. owned. She probably quit her job. Like, how interesting would that storyline have been about her assimilation back into society and yeah. how that works? Was she a traitor to her friends because she thought about leaving them? Mm. I don't know. There's more to play with there than there is about... She's cutting forward a year and not addressing it. white guy who has, you know, an inch of guilt about the fact that his life that he wanted isn't actually that great because there are people still in slums who gets ordered around by the classic nagging wife or a nagging girlfriend because isn't that a fun trope that we haven't explored in every film ever, which is so racist and so disgusting. It's unwatchable. It's disgusting the way that it is. 
and then it turns into some end of the world crap disaster movie sort of thing like what what was this film what was it i think you've summed it up pretty well there so i don't think there's anything else i'm so angry with it it's what you said at the beginning it's just so annoying because it was a cool concept that i was so interested in seeing i love matt damon i love Kristen wig and i'm just annoyed that it gave me this and it's not that it was disappointing it's that it was just wrong mm. i don't understand how this film got made you know there's people online who like with superhero movies it happens all a lot like a lot like a film doesn't go the way that they wanted it to and they call for the death of the director and go how could this have been made this is utter mm. garbage that kind of thing I'm not calling for the death of the director here but i just don't understand how this film was made how so why got no idea was it a case of a million different producers having their say and having to put five elements from different storylines to appease them all? Well, I wouldn't have thought so because Alexander Payne is a really well-respected director who's won Oscars and stuff, so... How did this happen? How did this disaster happen? It's a disaster! I've got no idea, Sine. It's a very, very weird one. The only thing, the saving grace, is that we didn't pay for it. Thank you, Christmas gift cards. That is true. <laughs> Best part about Christmas is then watching all the Oscar-nominated films and all the yep. blockbusters for free. For free, that's what we do. <laughs> Stretch it out for as long as we can. So Sine is not rating it, I don't think. Unrateable, she said. Unrateable. If I would rate it, it'd be zero stars anyway. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, I'm not. No. Okay. Uh, I'd give it like two, one. I don't know. Just two. Yeah, one actually. One for the first little bit. It was interesting. To one star just for the first half an hour. <laughs> I guess. And then across the whole film doesn't really add up too much, does it? Well, thank you very much for listening to our rant about downsizing. We have other podcasts that we've done. We've reviewed lots and lots of films. And TV. And it officially started on Netflix. So we have a Netflix subscription. We're not getting any others. <laughs> it costs a lot of money, guys. <laughs> Unless you want to stop paying us to do this, which, hey. Hey, that's a good idea. Do you want it? <laughs> Okay, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.